Block Party is a tech culture podcast. We do tech for the people. We cover topics ranging from cryptocurrencies, blockchain, augmented reality, artificial intelligence, and more. Our guests include entrepreneurs, creatives, and influencers. Block Party takes a unique view of tech through the lens of the people living it. Block Party is tech culture. Hello everyone, my name is Chris Wong, and welcome to this episode of Block Party. Today my guest is Paul Kim, CEO of Notify, a Web3 solution for embedded messaging and notifications. Paul, thank you very much for taking the time to be on today, and first and foremost, for the listeners at home, can you give a little introduction about who you are and how you got started here in Web3? Yeah, I mean, let me just give you a quick background of who I am, and uh, kind of how I got here, I guess, is the, is the best uh Genesis story. Um, yeah, my background's mostly in Web2, um, mm-hmm. really in the cloud infrastructure space. Um, worked at AWS, um, did some startups myself as well, and joined a couple of unicorns um, mm-hmm. for hyperscale and growth. Um, but where this is probably the most relevant is like, uh, so Nimesh and I, my co-founder, um, we used to work together at Oracle Cloud, which was uh, Larry Ellison's like attempt uh, to rebuild AWS internally. So they just hired a bunch of ex Amazon and like Azure builders. Mm-hmm. And they basically brought everyone over together and they funded us with like $4 billion. And they said, Hey, go build. Right. So over that time, um, so Mesh and I actually, uh, we ran the observability and messaging space. Right. Yeah. So I don't know how technical you are, but, uh, are you familiar with like SNS at all? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I, I came from so, I came from fintech myself. Oh, great. Uh, so uh, yeah, I mean, like, it, what, what happened was like, like Oracle Cloud built the core infra, like the compute, the storage, and networking and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And then they wanted to build out the next layer service, right? Uh, and uh, like they built that like five six years after they built EC2, right? Yeah. Um. So for us, it was kind of the same story. It was like cool. Like the basic fundamentals are there, and now we need to build services to allow people to. Uh, make use of like the infra itself right Mm -hmm. to actually build applications on top and i think if you see the parallels between kind of like blockchain and and cloud like services like it's pretty much the same right the l1s are there the computes the networks uh it's it's pretty much saturated now or at least there's a foundation and now people are trying to build applications but i think what's missing is like these intermediary like services right these uh these like microservices that allow for things like notifications, messaging, telemetry, observability, um, and like queues, right? Like these things are like basic fundamentals that you need to build your application on top of a cloud or on top of a a blockchain, right? Yeah. Um, So that's kind of where our background has been. Um, He went to go, like we were there for a little bit and then he went to go build and lead the search team for a company called OfferUp, uh, which is like a web, like marketplace. Mm-hmm. And uh, I went to go join Circle, um, where I kind of led product there and, and launched a bunch of CFI, DeFi projects and uh, a new like Circle account experience. So um, while I was there, I, I think I really rationalized out like uh, one, I wanted to figure out if, you know, crypto was real, right? Like ready, 
right? Um, you know, I was in the ecosystem like way back when in 2016, like not even that long, right? Like, yeah, I was part. I was I was like I was part of the Coinbase, I guess, uh, generation, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you know got out and then kind of stayed out for a long time. And DeFi summer came in, and then uh, I got really interested in kind of the mechanics, but also like the user experience of like this new segment of like financial products, right? Yeah. So, uh, you know, I was like, I need to learn more. And then, uh, you know, throughout that process, I found a company called Circle because like they were like the generators of USCC and uh, ended up finding a job there. And it was a great segue into kind of what I would call like, uh, you know, like crypto 2.5. Like it's like it's like Web 2.5. It's like Web 2, but not really Web 3. It's more like a Coinbase kind of like conglomerate. Yeah. Um, but it was a great like you know touch base for me to be like is this real like is this way worth like you know foregoing you know my job and and kind of like uh giving up a lot of the privileges in kind of the fang space right and then coming in uh to this new era uh and then trying to like uh you know build things and uh, i found out very quickly that it is right like it was like great i need to convert everything uh from fiat to, to the crypto um basically i have like no more fiat at this point uh most of my portfolio is basically in crypto and some sort of stable uh or in DeFi projects right mm-hmm. uh, or nfts right i have a lot of jpegs yeah um but <laughs> same that here. was like around yeah that was like around november you know like i was like i had conviction that this is a thing right and that users are like like aping uh and like eager to come in right um so what ended up coming to pass was like hey, I think that there's better opportunities uh, doing my own project and, you know, working on this uh, outside of Circle, right? So I called my co-founder up and uh, I told him like, hey, like go start reading about like Solidity right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I flew I flew to fucking uh, Miami because like one of my friends who was in crypto was like, I-, I asked him like, hey, like, you know, how does this work, right? How does like like starting a company in crypto work, right? And he was like, just like, yeah, uh, I mean, I'm in Miami tomorrow. Why don't you fly to Miami and uh, come to this uh, Decentraland uh, Art, Art Basel week, right? Yeah. So I went there. I, you know, met a bunch of people, met a different, like a lot of founders, uh, a lot of investors too. And uh, I think, you know, found the community to be pretty like, um, like welcoming, right? Mm-hmm. Like people were like genuinely interested in like, Hey, like, what are you working on? Or like, what are you thinking about working on? Right. And I'm like, you know, I just, I haven't really started. I'm at circle right now and I'm thinking about coming over and they've been nothing more than like, just positive. Right. Um, And I've never really seen that like, kind of like, like journey, right. Like people were like, very, very like welcoming, like quick, like happy to take a call. Like, you know, let's, let's go sit down and talk and just brainstorm things. Um, Must've been a great culture shock. It was. I mean, I think in general, like my friend who told me to come down was just like, look, uh, why don't you come and, and like get ingratiated into the culture and see if you like the culture in the first place before you start thinking about building something or starting your own company. Right. And uh, to this day, I'm just like very grateful that he was just like, yeah, like do this first. Like, it's great that you want to start your own company, but like before you like have conviction to do it, why don't you like know what you're getting yourself into and what the community is like? Right. Yeah. Cause I think that's what like the, the persistence thing, like, I think that's what differentiates most founders from like each other is like either they embrace the community. Right. And they're here for the community uh, or they're here to like, you know, like basically shield their tokens in a sense. Right. Yeah. Um, 
And I think you see that a lot in different types of projects and different types of founders, right? So I, I came in, I you know found this like amazing culture, amazing people, and uh, met a lot of people on the Solana side, met a lot of people on the Terra side. And uh, you know when I was doing my thesis, like on my plane right back, um, I came up with this concept of just doing infrastructure and leveraging kind of my background and my my co-founder's background to like you know optimize for our build, right, our MVP in a sense. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then we picked Solana and Terra because of that ecosystem. To be honest, like we we picked it because we we're like, oh, like this is like a pretty closed ecosystem in the sense of like everyone's close to each other. Um, there's a lot of moral support. There's a lot of like just in general like excitement, right? Mm-hmm. And I think for like on the EVM side, like you know it was hard to kind of like you know meet other builders, uh, kind of like you know commiserate and like you know share like insights. Uh, so that's why we picked kind of Solana as our go to market. Um, and we also thought it was like actually like a way more interesting to build on, um, than EVM. Right. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's kind of how we kind of like came about with the origination of like our thesis and kind of like why we picked these L1s. Um, but I think the next phase of that was really around like, okay, are we going to really do this now? Right. Like, like, Hey, I have a thesis, right? Like it's a, it's a hypothesis really. It's like, I think notifications suck for web three. Right. And, uh, you know, you don't really understand that too much. Uh, you, you as a user can understand that. Right. But then it's like, is this really like a validated thing, both in the marketplace, like in the consumer and, and kind of like a seller buyer kind of area, but also from like the investment side. Right. Because, you know, at the time, <clears throat> like, you know, like NFT marketplaces and Shopify for NFTs were like basically going you know, like there's like 15 clones of them, right? Yeah. And, uh, you know, the general gist is like, if you're not a DeFi project or if you're not an NFT project, you're not getting funded, right? Yeah, I was about to ask you that actually because I was I was thinking about this. I was like, you, you, you came to this whole new culture of just like awareness and understanding comparative to the kind of like Web2 tech culture. And I, I was just wondering about like what the process must have been like. You, you see all these different DeFi projects and NFT projects and you guys come up with a great idea to revolutionize UI and UX for and and the infrastructure behind notifications and messaging. That must have been kind of like a like a, kind of like the black sheep in the room of black sheep. Oh, it definitely was. Yeah, it definitely was. I mean, like like I was coming from DeFi summer, and so I was like, you know, all up on Compound, Ave, and like Curve, and then you know, like testing out Waters with like you know Keychain Box and like you know <laughs> Perpetuals and stuff. But like, yeah, it, you know, it didn't seem like you know, there was a lot of whole, um, I guess, excitement for user experience, right? And I think that was something that, you know, I saw as like, you know, a shame because it's like, look, uh, we, you know, as we were going from web two to web three, right? You would think that like, you know, the, 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 the best practices, right? Or the fundamentals of web two that made web two what it is, right? Uh, would cross over and still be the same. Right. Yeah. Uh, and we saw that that it wasn't really like that. Right. Even when we were doing like the DeFi stuff ourselves personally, like, like this is, I could never explain this to any person. Like, I would have to sit down with them and walk them through every single step for them to understand what I'm doing. Right. Yeah. Um, and even then, it's like I don't know. Like, I don't know if this bridge worked. I'll I'll, I'll come back in thirty minutes, and maybe I lost a hundred thousand dollars. Right. I don't. Yeah. I got lost. Right. Um. So I think for us, we were like, wait, we, we all know these, like, uh, these truths, right? It's like, yeah, notifications, like a, like a, like a fundamental experience, right? That it's like, I, I, I have like, I have like, you know, anxiety 
I don't know if it's working or not. And therefore I need some confidence, right? In the application or the user experience, right? Mm -hmm. And we're like, that's not there, right? And the question is really was, I was asking myself, I was like, why isn't it there, right? Like, why isn't something that we know to be true uh, and fundamental in web two, not prevalent in web three? And that's why I was writing my thesis. I was like, like, yeah, like I originally, my idea was like, oh, I want to do a Discord or a uh, Twitter for Web3, you know, like completely decentralized. And then as I was thinking about it, I was like, no, like, you know, what's like, that's, I think there's solutions now. It's not great, but it works. Right. But the question is like, is this the right solution to even like, like solve for, right? And And as I was doing that, I was like, no, I think, you know, what's better is like, you need to like equip user, like better tools for dApps to manage the user experience themselves, right? Yeah. Because like, there's a lot of like trust and there's a lot of like uh, implicit like um, understanding of like, if you go to like a, if you go to Aave, right? And they give you notifications, like, yeah, like great. That's that's what I expect. Um, but if you go to Aave and there's no notification and you have to go on the blockchain to figure out what the fuck happened, yeah. right? Then it's like, well, what the fuck is Aave for then, right? Like anybody can just like, you know, completely like change out, right? And then give me the better user experience and then they win, right? Or like, fuck it. Like once you go wrap it, right? Or like aggregate Aave, right? And then someone who owns the user journey is the one that usually wins. Um, so our, our our hypothesis on what coming down to is like, dude, like I want to build um, something that will usher in the next like billion users into crypto, right? Yeah. I don't want to build something that's only for crypto bros, right? For the small subset of people that are currently here, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, who are looking for more, I don't know, degen, like uh, anonymous tools, right? Yeah. Like that's that's not going to help usher in a new wave of people adoption, right? That's just going to make really, really like narrow specific tools for a very small community. It doesn't right? help. It doesn't help me introduce this to my mom or to my dad or to my sister who might be not no it just makes it harder yeah Yeah. so like web 3 went a little bit weird in that sense right like they chose like even like if you even look like the user experience right like aesthetics it's like okay i get it black right dark mode right because you're like you know you're a degen trader that hasn't seen the light of day right um and you you can't you can't have your eyes to be like (laughs) broken right (laughs) i was like yo is this but is this helping is this helping like uh you know general people like come into crypto because like the first thing they see is like what is this anonymous crap right like it's already hard onboarding into crypto now you're making it even more harder right yeah um it's like you know like you know the psychology of like facebook and blue right and blue being like a very moderate color neither like one-sided or anything it's like it's like a more welcoming or like more tonal thing where it's like hey like we're not like it's not red right like it's like it's, it's an interesting like what people like see kind of the aesthetics and user experience and kind of like didn't delineate like what the uh the profile of users are going to be and uh you know for crypto like we just haven't done a good job right of optimizing for the next wave of people we just built better tools for dgens like us yeah and i don't think that's fundamentally like our thesis our thesis is like look let's bring to users right what they like want and care about and solve problems for them because as we solve problems for the general public, we get more people to kind of adopt, right? Um, and I think that's kind of like the, you know, like people say it's like the Coinbase route. And uh, you know what? Like, good for them. They're actually like onboarding a new wave of people like every day, right? Yeah. Could you say the same about some DeFi project today? 
right? Mm. They're just they're just basically like taking community from other communities that are already in the same kind of like area, right? They're not building the pie. They're just shifting the pie from one place to another, right? Yeah, you're not getting new, you're not getting new people to the restaurant. You're just trading the same culture that you've already had. And you yeah. actually brought up a really great point about the whole Coinbase thing, like Coinbase implementing their own NFT marketplace. They've got their standard OTC and then they have the 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 Coinbase Pro, which is for the DGENs. And they've done a, a very good job at, at their branding, at their, like you said, the blue, the whites, the, 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 the welcoming aspect of it, onboarding new, new members. And I, I really do agree with your thesis in, in general. Yeah, I mean, I think it's like, you know, there's some, like, it's like, look, we need to onboard next wave of people, right? And if we don't do that, right, by giving them the tools and, like, expectations of a user experience that they're familiar with and, like, expect right like how could you how could you how could you usher in the next people to come in right like it's impossible right it's like it's like like if i have to explain to someone it's like oh like yeah you're gonna have to send fifty thousand from eth to uh i don't know uh solana but you have to wrap it and then basically unwrap it and you just send over a wormhole right yeah Um, but it takes like 30 minutes maybe 45 minutes it depends if you send a million maybe like tomorrow right we don't really know right uh, and then, by the way, like you don't know when it hits, you just have to constantly refresh your wallet, right? Yeah. They're like, what, what, what the fuck, right? Like, it's like that's like that's like completely like if if you have to like <laughs> navigate and explain to people and justify a shitty user experience that that would never happen in Web two, then there's something wrong, right? Like, think about it as easy as like Venmo. Like, if I send you money, you like no matter what the speed is, like you get a confirmation that you sent it. Yeah. Right. And eventually, like, somebody gets a confirmation that they received it. Right. Yeah. But, like, we don't have that in Web3. Right. So I'm like, just how can we wait and twiddle your thumbs and just wait and twiddle, wait and twiddle? So that's like, it's it's not a really good mechanism. Right. Like, that's not going to encourage people to be like, yes, trust, trust this ephemeral, like, crypto blockchain that you already have doubts on. Make it even more difficult for people to put trust in it. Right. Like example is like ETH, right? How many times could your transaction fail due to like gas prices? Oh my God. Oh my you God. You know? That, that, Do you that, even that, know? Like, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just praying that it goes through, right? And it's like, oh shit, there goes like $150 right there on gas because it wasn't enough, right? It's like, come on, can I get a notification that it didn't go through or at least tell me when it did so yeah. that I don't have to sit there in my MetaMask and be like, yo, what, what's going on, right? Um, the other so day I like, tried to find myself explaining somebody the concept of gas and how you see gas and how you even, and like MetaMask does a good job right now, but like trying to explain somebody the process of getting to the thing that they actually want, going back to exactly what you said, if you got to explain uh, a, a subpar experience, the experience is, is failing. Broken. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, that's kind of been our thesis was like, let's how, how do we help that? Right? How do we improve that? And we were like, cool. Our MVP is like, you get texts and email alerts when shit happens on the blockchain. Right? Mm-hmm. Whatever, whatever you're doing specifically, right? Or you want to subscribe to, right? Like, think of it this way like, how do I even get alerts from creators today? Like, if I'm an NFT like trader or I'm an NFT enthusiast, how do I stay tuned with basically like, like information that the creators, you know, want to send me? It's, like how it's do we do that? Cent- it's centralized in either Discord or Twitter. Yeah, like, and that 
And that's cool if it's like one of one, right? Yeah. Like if it's like Twitter and you only really subscribe to one person on Twitter, that works great, right? Uh, in Discord, if you only have one server that you're looking at, it works fantastic, but you're trained to come back in there every single time. And the reality is, is that you're not trained to look at Twitter and Discord, right? Yeah. There's no, too much noise. But we're like, where are you trained to look at every day, right? Um, whenever I turn on my phone and the little, the little text message pops up. Exactly. So we're like, why are we trying to rebuild something that already exists in Web2? Right. And people are comfortable with, and like when I say people, I don't mean like just like crypto DJs. I'm talking about everybody. Right. People. You always look at your texts, you always look at your email. Right. Mm-hmm. Why are people trying to fundamentally change that behavior overnight to be like, go look at Discord and Twitter? And you know what? It works for like some people, but it will not work for everybody. Right. Yeah. So we're like, great. Let's work backwards. Let's solve these problems for our customers today and like build like, an experience that you would uh, expect, but also would support the next like 10 million, 100 million, a billion people to use, right? Like fundamentally. So that's kind of the, like the genesis of kind of like where we came from and where we are approaching it from. Um, there's a lot of other competitors like, like going at this at a different like POV. I was actually um, thinking about that. I know, I know uh, another competitor, Dialect, which is on Solana, uh, the Ethereum push notification service uh, went online this year. Um, they're on obvious, uh, Ethereum's on Ethereum on the EVM and Dialect's mm-hmm. on Solana. Um, and everybody's doing their own approach, but like, I'm, I'm looking at, at how you guys are, are approaching this and hearing how you're talking about this. How do you see Notify really taking its position here with coming up uh, with addressing the web three services or uh, the solution for notification and, and messaging in web three? Yeah, so I think uh, to kind of answer that question, I think everyone's taking a different approach. I think we've challenged the paradigm first, which is like, I think people just care about email and SMS, mm-hmm. right? I think very much so a lot of like Web3 like startups in our space or in general, like Web3 like skeptics have been like, nobody wants to give up their email or like phone number, right? No. And I was like, I was like, I, I don't think that's a, that's a, I don't think the correct statement, right? I think it's like, as long as you provide me the convenience necessity, like, like if value add, like, I don't care, right? Uh, I can just create a burner or a fake email. It takes me two seconds to create a new email address, right? Yeah. Like, I, I think, I think it was insane because like people were like giving me this argument and I'm like, dude, you have an Ethereum name service attached to your Twitter. And you think that people don't want to give up an email address that they can just create in like 30 seconds. <laughs> right especially if it's gonna do something for you right yeah uh so that was kind of like the uh the haha moment that i had it was like yeah i don't think that's the case i think people say it right because they want to believe in this anonymity aspect of it but it's like look again like who are we building for you building for the one percent that's currently here or the next like 99 percent that's about to come right yeah so the way we distinguish ourselves is like that thesis alone. And that's the main reason why we launched with like SMS and email first as our MVP. Yeah. Right. We don't think like on-chain encrypted messaging, right. Is kind of like the progenitor that's going to unlock the next big wave of users. Right. There's not many use cases if you can think about it. Right. Like conceptually and like technically it's like kind of cool. Right. Uh, it's like encrypted messaging on-chain and only to wallet holders. Right. Or like basically wallet IDs. But in reality, it's like, uh, I always have this analogy that I kind of call out. It's like, listen, 
um, what is the use case that everyone wants this for? It's like, you have this NFT that I want, that I want to purchase, right? How do I message you, right? I'm like, great. So let me understand this. So what you're building here is you're building the worst part of Facebook Marketplace, the worst experience of Facebook Marketplace, right? Um, but it's based on stuff that you own that haven't listed yet, right? Because yeah. at least in Facebook Marketplace, it's implicit that I'm, I'm selling it, right? And yeah. I have something to sell, right? So I want people to reach me. But you're saying like now people can reach, me, reach out to me for things that I have that because everyone knows and I'm not interested in selling because it's not even an auction. Like who the fuck is asking for that? Right. <laughs> like, like, like honestly, like if like, I get it, you want to like do an OTC deal and stuff. Right. Yeah. But like how often does that happen? Right. And yeah. it, it can't be the rationalization of like, Oh, it's because like this messaging doesn't work. Is that the reason why like no one does it or it's not working. Right. I'm like, yeah, you know what? I think that's bullshit, right? I think it's like, uh, you know, like domain name, like people who hold domain names. Yeah. Right? I think that's bullshit. I think it's like, yeah, do you really think that there's that many, there's that many deals that justify that kind of like service? Uh, it's like 1%. Yeah, 1%, yeah, 1 of transactions, right? Yeah. It's like, why, why are you building an entire protocol to do this to then kill the community, right? Because it's like, do I really want spam and lowball offers and like just basic, like, it's like the worst experience on Twitter and DM today, like and uh, Discord today. You want to port that over and uh, do it on my wallet? I'd, Literally, like, leave me alone. <laughs> yeah, like I, I don't understand. Like I, I had this conversation like a hundred times, like in like a month, right? And it's like, yeah, because everyone's like, why aren't you doing on-chain messaging and uh, allow people to message you uh, first? And I was like, do you know what kind of experience you're asking for? Like, do you guys know, right? Like, do you think I want to, like, if you have a board eight, do you think I want like a, a thousand messages a day asking for like to sell it at like uh, one ETH or yeah, exactly. It's like, what, you, you want to kill this entire industry before it starts? Cause that's, what's going to happen, right? You're going to have bots spam the shit out of it, especially if it's on like Solana, right? Oh yeah. No, there's not, there's no incentive for me not to build bots just to ping you all day and, and harass. Basically you created a system for me to harass you. Exactly. And I was like. I don't think I want to build that, right? Like that's going to do the worst thing for web three. It's going to basically like, could you imagine like you onboarding your cousin or something and then he buying his NFT, right? Yeah. And then all of a sudden he opens up an app or a wallet and he just has like a thousand messages trying to fucking fish him, right? I'd have the biggest headache of all time. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, congratulations. Welcome to web three. And it's like, is that, is that what we're building? Right for this one stupid use case for like degen and anonymous people who want to like make OTC offers. And therefore you're going to build this entire user experience and community around it. Um, I don't believe in that. And that's why we are like, I'm not building this for V1, right? Yeah. Unless you build better tools, filters, spam protection, all these things that basically like Gmail has, right. Or like iMessage has, or any of these messaging applications have like opening the doors to literally like de like, on-chain messaging completely without guardrails is a recipe for disaster, right? How, how, how to lose your audience in, in literally less than 30 minutes. I think it's like, how do you kill crypto in, in 30 seconds, right? Because um, think about it this way, like, um, you know, it's, it's trouble enough that like people's Instagrams get hacked and people send out like a deep link to like mint something and then they mint it and they, you know, like wallets are drained, like the yeah. board apes. Yeah. I it's like, could you imagine what that would look like on-chain? Oh. With you able to run a contract, right? Jeez, that that sounds like that that 
sounds like a nightmare. I, I think it is. And that's why I was like, I'm not building that first, right? You need to build a infrastructure. You need to build like ways to verify senders first, right? So we built, we built Notify to like provide security and authentication for the originator of the message, right? Yeah. So if I'm Mango or if I'm like a DAO, right? Yeah. Like, you know, it's coming from me, right? Yeah. Um, otherwise, it's like, you know, what happens if you have a deep link inside that message, right? Like you're oh, done. Yeah, right? no, it, it kills all confidence. It kills literally exactly. all confidence and trust. That's why I was like, look, everyone's all, all this about like composability. Um, and, you know, I love, I love the concept, but it's like composability without security and, you know, trust is a recipe for disaster, right? And I think generally like what you see in Web3 is like, folks who haven't really built anything in enterprise or biz, like, you know, like the other side of like the web two world coming over and like kind of glossing over things, right? Like not really thinking about like what the implications are for like the users, this, the marketplace kind of like in general, the community and what that would mean. Right. Yeah. Which is why like a lot of like dApps get hacked. Right. Yeah. And, and I was actually thinking, I was thinking about uh, this because in, in general, we as, as I would like to believe that a lot of people in Web3 are optimists. We, we want the new thing to be the great thing. The, I guess that's why everybody degens in. But ultimately speaking, you don't build the optimists are always going to be the first ones who show up to the, to the party, thinking that the party is going to be great. But if you don't build and they're always going to be willing to put up with uh, hiccups and bumps on the road to the party. But that's not true for 99% pe 99 of all people, like you said earlier today. And yeah. I'm starting to see this, this, uh, like obviously with your thesis, with the need for security for Notify to be able to perform this transition of the majority into the world of Web three and the possibilities that Web three offer. I guess this is the reason why uh, this year you were able to, uh, to to reach out to all your investors and all these capital investors because they they too saw the practicality of the things that you're trying to implement in Web two in a responsible way in Web three. Yeah, I mean, I think you're pretty much like super accurate there. I think that's the, the main reason why we got a lot of like support from the community, uh, both from the investor side, but also the dApps. Yeah. Like, I think this is like an area that, you know, needs a lot of like thought leadership and like methodical planning and kind of like execution. Uh, because like, you know, you are opening up, you know, like potential like aspects of like, you know, phishing and, and whatnot, like messaging is like, is pretty, is pretty like important, right? It, it, it at the end of the day, it, it, it builds trust, right? Between applications and users, right? Yeah. Like think about it this way. Like if you get like a weird email from like, I don't know, your bank, right? And you're like, oh, that looks kind of like shitty HTML and like that looks weird from a sender, right? Like, how do you discern that without like Gmail saying like, yo, is this, this looks kind of weird guys. Like, it's a little suspect. Right. But it's like, it's up to you to discern that, right? Like you're like a more intelligent, like more savvy individual, but like, could you imagine? And, and if you think about it, like even now, like all these like scams, like call scams and like shit in like India, like, and then like, you know, in Africa, like basically yeah. they, they do a lot of phishing, right? They target like older, like individuals who are not as savvy. And uh, when they get an email from their bank, right that looks like their bank or like their like microsoft or amazon um they they get compromised right that's the like, exact reason why i always tell my mom like yo if you like because my mom's an older woman but yeah like, you know and and i want to make sure she's safe and i always tell her even even if you 
even if you don't know, uh, even if you think this is okay, just just let me take a second look at it. Let me see if that's that's okay. And that and you're right. Like these these phishing scams, uh, abuse trust. And I'm I'm also thinking about like all the scams that you see here in Web three that are getting really smart, savvy people, people that Very consider smart. themselves savvy yeah. and smart, and then they get caught. Ford Apes got like phishing attacked for like three hundred million dollars. It's like what the yeah. fuck, right? But you know, that's a reality situation. That's why, like, you know, the way we approach it is like, listen, um, let's use like, you know, verify methods of contacts, right? Like through DApps. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, so like the DAP owns the user experience, right? As in, like, it's really like like Mango or somebody else, like Tribeca or Realms or like Holoplex giving you notifications, right? Yeah. Because you can authenticate, and then you're doing it only because like you set up the configurations at your wallet level, right? Like. Could you imagine what it would look like if you started getting like, you've probably seen this now and I'm sure you've been around enough, but just getting random like shit NFT drops um, oh, sent to God. you, Yo, right? The, it's like that's a reality. That's yeah. a reality, right? It's an unfortunate reality, but the truth of the matter is I don't want your 99th derivative of, of, of an ape that yep. I, I don't want that. I don't, I'm, I'm okay. I'm okay. Thank you. I don't need to ape into everything. Exactly. And I think, uh, you know, one of the dangerous aspects there too was like, somebody fell for this like stupid, like really simple, but like stupid, like hack, which is like, I sent you an NFT, uh, like a pre-mint or a token to mint. Mm -hmm. And you see it, you open it because it's a JPEG and it takes you to a URL in the metadata. And it says, connect your wallet to claim this NFT. <laughs> I mean, and it's like, and like, not everybody falls for it, but it doesn't take, it doesn't need to take it just takes one person or one percent of the people to do it, right? Yeah. If you if if you get, I forget somebody somebody framed it for me perfectly. You got a hundred million dollars on the line, and ninety nine percent of people are smart enough to to avoid it. The person who gets that one percent still came off with a million dollars. Exactly. Like I don't care about everybody. I just care about that one percent is going to be gullible or forget or like make a mistake, right? So you know, as we approached messaging, we saw it as like like a you know, a lot of accountability to build it correctly and, uh, you know, work with dApps like more like, like, like tighter, because like, if we don't do this correctly, like you're going to have somebody else come out and say like, we built this messaging platform so that anybody can message anybody. Yeah. Right. And it's like, yeah, like I know, I know there's like cool parallels in web two, Right. Mm -hmm. Like, but like, are you expecting people to like drop Telegram and adopt this as their as their Web three native messenger that you have to sign every transaction and pay for fees because yeah. now it's on the blockchain and also like the fuck like why is your messages like stored forever on the blockchain? Like yeah, and I, I literally that that that's a great parallel to like back in the day when everybody had to send ten cents just to send a text and yeah. then and then. Everybody recon everybody recognizes that recognized that that was a stupid idea. Like that's why AIM became so successful back in the day. Exactly. And and like yeah. now that now we're, why are we transitioning back to the very back to this same? World. I don't know. I don't know. Like it's not it's not it's not making people adopt crypto easier. Yeah. Right. Like I said, I think it's just like a philosophy, a philosophical difference between uh, people who are trying to like push things forward versus people who are just building for the existing user base. Yeah. Right. And I think that's kind of the biggest conflict that we've had, at least working against our like, you know, competition in both Ethereum as Solana. Like, it's like we're, we see people like either motivated by coins. Our perspective is like, let's just solve like customer problems. 
Yeah. Right. Like, I think that's like the healthier, like, um, approach in life in general. Like, like I'm ex Amazon. So we're very customer obsessed. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So we're trained to be like, if we're not helping customers achieve something, right. And what is the usefulness? Yeah, it's yeah. like, what, what's the point of this? Oh, well, like in crypto, I guess it's like, you want to like rationalize your token and your IDO, right? And now you built this economy to like make use of this token. Now you have to justify it, right? So I think some people are kind of stuck in that perspective. Like either they already have a token out or they're planning on token, like a token launch. So then you could kind of work backwards from that and be like, oh, I see that. That's that's the why like that's why you're doing it that way, right? Yeah. And I mean, I think for us, we're just like, fuck tokens. We don't have any token plans. Uh, why don't we go solve customer problems first, and then you know, like have good product market fit and provide utility and best user experience for both the DApps and users, and then we'll figure that shit out later, right? Like yeah. that's not a priority for us, right? And I think that's like the. I think that's like kind of the benefit that we have too, because we're coming from Fangs, right? So, you know, we've we've done well, right? So we're not in a, we're not in this for the money, um, but I think both Nimesh and I are like here just to kind of usher in the next wave to technology adoption, right? Yeah. Like, if you really think about it, right? There's not many opportunities to be at the forefront to welcome in the next billion users to something, right? Yeah. Like, there's hardly ever opportunities like that. It's a once in a generation so, thing. Yeah, we missed it for Web 2, right? Like Facebook and Google figured out a way, at, like AOL find out, found out a way, right? Uh, like, you know, the most recent one is like TikTok, right? And that's yeah. just basically like carving out a market and segmentation a little bit more specific to a different generation, right? Or, or whatever, right? Facebook, right? They just basically kind of like, like move them over to a different application. But for us in crypto right now, it's like, dude, like nobody's here, right? I don't want to fight to like retain the same exact customer base from one dApp to another. Cause like, if you think about it too, like fundamentally, and this is really my like, like principles is like, in order for me to win, somebody has to fail mentality. Yeah. And I think we just don't believe in that mentality. We believe in more like, look, we're all going to make it because I'm going to go and build something that can bring people over like from, from like a different population. Right. Like we're we all, all gonna win. make it because yeah, yeah we, like, we all win if 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 one of us brings somebody new, brings a friend through the door, well now we all have a new friend to talk to. Yeah. It's like I'm not gonna take one friend from another place to another place. Like it's just what what the fuck are we doing, right? Like, you know what I mean? Like that to me just makes no sense. So like Nimesh and I are here because we want to unblock that onboarding experience, right? And yeah. we think that notifications for Web2 users in like a Web2.5 experience is probably the most fundamental primitive that we could possibly like solve for. Have you guys um, thought so about, have you guys thought about um like, because uh, obviously you guys are very customer forward thinking. You guys are thinking about, the, like you said, the next billion users. Did Do you guys have like, uh, and I mean, there's probably nothing concrete yet, but do you guys have an idea of how you're going to uh, I, I don't want to say market, but place notify in the forefront of people with this thesis of yours that you have. Yes, <laughs> we do have that. Um, and I think that was kind of like the, also the difference between us and other projects as well. Um, yeah. Or in general, like crypto, right? I think we work backwards, right? From an end game. And then we figured out what the V1 is. And that V1 is kind of where we are right now, right? Word. Um, but you know, our roadmap is pretty robust. Um, and you know, we have 
pretty great plans on how this evolves into. But like I said, like, you know, we are more like empowering like dApps and consumers to work better together, right? We, we want to enable that kind of, um, you know, just that relationship to, to be strengthened and also allow for more consumers to come in that weren't there before, right? Mm-hmm. And we're not talking about from that dApp perspective. We're talking about crypto in general, like to get people to come in, right? Yeah. Not like selling and shilling another NFT to existing NFT users, right? Over and over again, right? Yeah. But like that's not that's not gonna make that's not gonna work well. No, right for the no. entire community. Not not at all. Well, speaking actually, I I I don't want to keep you on the on the call for that long just because you you're really dropping a whole bunch of knowledge here, and I I really really appreciate True. the time that you've you you've given me. Um, speaking about like um just just a kind of like a side idea. I was in my own personal uh investigation and research to prepare for this episode. I I also saw that you guys are actually doing your own NFT project. Uh. Yeah, notifish. Like, where yes. where that where that come from? Oh yeah, that's that's like super random. Uh, I'm gonna be honest. Um, there's there's one thing that we built was like a demo on top mm-hmm. of our SDK. So we're like mostly infrastructure, right? Um, we provide these SDKs and APIs to these customers that can like integrate and provide these notification tools for their users, right? Yeah. Um, but we wanted to demonstrate like what potential people could build on top of it, right? If they had like this, like you know like you know carte blanche to kind of do whatever right um so we built out this like user experience on top of the sdk where you're allowed to connect your wallet and then you can based off your contents of your wallet you can figure out what notifications you can subscribe to right so like, this is a little bit more on the verification side right it's like yeah. hey like i want to subscribe to say my dao alerts for this specific dao because i have a governance token yeah right like that should be like that like i can have conviction and trust that I should get this message because I'm part of this community. Right. Yeah. It's like, even so like, like with monkeys, like if monkey DAO, like wants to create like private messages to only the holders, right. You can actually subscribe there to get these notifications delivered to you in whatever channel you want. Right. Like, why does it have to be on chain messaging? It could just be like, you know what, Paul, I like it. I like any messages from the monkey DAO to be sent directly to my email or to my Twitter like DMs or to my Instagram DM, or you know what, just give me a call and just basically just read out loud to me what that message is on my phone, right? Yeah. So like you have the power to kind of create these like alerts and create these subscriptions, right? To get notifications. And that's what we, we built as like an example of what our technology can do. Um, so then, you know, we were showing it around for feedback and being like, here, like we show the dApps this and we show some people this just to get some feedback. I'm like, like, you know, here's what we could do. And everyone's just like, hey, is this out? Can I use this myself, like as a user? And we're like, yeah, I, I guess you could. Uh, <laughs> we never really built it for that. We built it for more like, you know, just kind of like an open source, like, you know, like, Have hey, fun. everyone, yeah, just, just go do whatever you want to do with it, right? Uh, more like reference architecture, right? It's like, hey, like you could you could build on top of Notify, and this would be something that you could you could you could build, right? Like just go wild with it. Um, and then we found that there was a lot of good community feedback to it as users, and you know, different founders are like, yeah, like is this live? Is it on mainnet? We're like, yeah, it's on mainnet. They're like, oh, how do I get access to it? Well, it's like, well, we don't we don't have it. Like we didn't give it out yet. And they're like, well, how do I get on the whitelist? And I'm like, hmm, good question. Uh, so, so we're like, yeah, let's do a whitelist. And then I thought about it and I was like, wait, couldn't NFTs 
be the whitelist mechanism if I just created a NFT card to get early access. And then it kind of like snowball from there. My designer like is really creative. So she spent like a day. Um, <laughs> she came back with this like cute puffer fish. Yeah. And she's like, cause like she, I think she was like mad at me. Cause I was like, yeah, like, Hey, I just, Sam, I just want like a white card that says early access to notify. And we'll just <laughs> give these out. And she's like, um, can we just like do something cool? And I was like, yeah, sure. Go for it. Um, and then she comes <laughs> back and she's like, I want to do this. And I was like, Oh, that's kind of cute. And then I think in the next couple of days, she's like, yeah, I came up with like 500,000 variants. And we're like, what? <laughs> so I, I mean, like, I'm okay. not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. They, they look really good. I'm like, from yeah, the, so from the... we were super confused and we we're like, okay, uh, I guess we can drop this as an NFT campaign and allow people to mint it. Uh, and then, you know, I think we can also add in like additional features on top, right? Like having this notifish gives you extra features on the DAP, right? Not only just early access, but it's like continual benefits, right? Yeah. So we're like, why don't we lean in a little bit harder? And it's like, let's go build. And let's say, like, like, first of all, let's give this to the community of the people who ask for it, right? Um, who find value in it beyond just the art, right? The art is just like cre- like cream on top, right? Like it's like yeah. it's like a great benefit, right? Um, but at the end of the day, it's like, look, listen, let's go really build this community together, right? Like people want notifications. They want to have a better experience on Web3 and they want to be a little bit more centralized in the user experience, right? So great, let's do it. Uh, and then if we can go and build something from an art perspective that's aesthetically different from most of the NFTs that exist today, why not? Why right? not? Yeah. So that's kind of how it all evolved. It's like, it like literally evolved in the last, like I think 11 days or so like it was like really like last minute you know we were just like hey um you know our code freeze is like 514 we can launch on like 519 and it was like great cool can we use the nft and like allow people to whitelist to all the access to it and i was like yep we can do that cool we'll get the art done and uh yeah we'll just go like do some like you know some low-key marketing and yeah and see if people are interested and uh yeah that's been kind of like how we figured this out um no 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 specific intention it was just like i think cream it's, on top it's, yeah it's just like it's, it's also like very like community focused and we wanted to build a better community right yeah and like, that's kind of the thing, right? We want to like usher in new people to come in and embrace kind of what we're doing. Um, like we're not here to drop a token, right? And I think one of the questions that I got today and like I did a Google's uh, AMA, they are asking like, hey, what are your plans with the funds for this? And I'm like, um, it's just going back to the community. Like we're just yeah. gonna mint, we're gonna mint it, but then we're gonna basically like buy swag, give it to people, go to events, sponsor it. And we'll have hangouts and different like, like cities or towns that notifies in but uh yeah this is like separate from our funds completely like this is just for the community really yeah. like this isn't so, attached this isn't attached to notify's position with the roadmap no. and building this is just this is more support literally for the community to be for more people. actively involved yeah so we're like i guess like i was kind of taken aback because i was like wait do you do you use this to like pay developers or like hire developers and i guess like the answer is yes right but i think that's like the difference between us and like say nft campaign right it's like yeah we're like builders first on a different product this is just like a like an abstract on top of it right yeah so it has nothing to do with the the actual like core company right um so therefore it's like almost like separated apart and therefore treated completely different right 
but it's mostly like a community like building kind of like um investment is like look we think people who want to you know like participate and be active in this community should you know reap the benefits of it right so yeah i mean like for us like it was pretty clear we're like we're not gonna hire engineers from this budget like what, what would they do like like well like what would they really do right like yeah like would I would I hire them to go work on the notify stuff on core services? Like that doesn't make any sense. I already have budget for that, right? Yeah. So I was like, look, uh, and then I guess it was kind of contentious because people were very confused or like what the uh delineation was. And I was like, oh, like I thought it was pretty clear. Like this is just for community funds. Um I think we're so, so conditioned. <laughs> I, I think we in the in in the community are so con- conditioned to the idea of bootstrapping. Like if 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 you if you start here they'll come and then we're going to make we're going to build Rome from this from this very first brick but then yeah. people kind of misunderstand like and i feel like that's very short sighted because the other flip side of that coin is well what happens when it doesn't like do as well as you hope now you put all your chips on one on on one call and now now you're not really going anywhere with the ideas that you promised to a community of people who already enjoyed the stuff that you were providing them yeah, I guess there's a lot of like rugging, right? That's yeah. happened on unsuccessful like communities. And I think at the end of the day, like, you know, the great thing about us is that like we were kind of predicated first by product, right? We actually have something that, you know, we're giving like some sort of utility to, mm-hmm. right? And then additionally to that, it's like we're we're very invested in kind of like building our community engagement a lot higher than that, right? Yeah. So every time our features or new product features come out on our core product, it's like great, like like enjoy it, right? Like like em, em, embrace it from a community perspective because it's ba- value added back to you. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think uh, you're right though. Like I, I I wasn't really familiar with it, but now that like people <laughs> pointed it out to me, I'm like, yeah, that's that's dumb. Uh, yeah. We don't need to, like, we don't need to do that. <laughs> yeah. We don't need to do that. We are like a legitimate business guys. Um, yeah. Like this, we'll see like, you guys I, and we'll see you guys in, 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 in when we're, when we will show you guys our product, we have a product and you guys are going to see us when we have the product. This yeah. Other yeah. Stuff, exactly. The, don't get distracted from the main mission guys. We have, we have product, we have team we're building. Yeah. I think people just thought it was like an art thing. All right. Like the NFT as an art. And we're like, no, we're like, it's really for early access to our DAP, you know, um, but it just looks cool. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I think it's like actually breaking people's mind that it's like, this actually has some sort of utility and it has good art. Like what the fuck is going on, right? You, you must be uh, having some, some, some internal laughs. I'm, I'm not even gonna lie. As I'm just very, I'm just very confused. No, I was like super confused. I was like, what the fuck is going on, right? Like, why are people getting so like uh, interested in this? I'm like, like, we're just going to buy like Lululemon hoodies for people off of the treasury <laughs> fund. Right. Like yeah. whoever owns this, we're just going to give them some swag. Cause it comes from the budget. Like I don't need this money. Like, I think it's like, Yo, thank yeah. you guys. Thank you guys for, thank you guys for showing up. Thank, thanks for your support guys. We're going to still do what we're doing over here, but thank you. Thank you guys for supporting us, for loving us. We, we, we enjoyed the stuff that we're about to give you. Yeah, exactly. It's like, I think it's because everyone anticipates some sort of like rug or like, you know, like it's to the, pay I mean, something or give the, up something. And it's the, like, the, yeah. the culture of the, I guess it's, it's just the, the nature of the culture now. It's, it's so entrenched. And I, I, it goes really back to that like echo chamber of the same communities moving from place to place to place. They're just so conditioned to, to fear and non-trustworthiness that i don't know when when you're trying to build literally trying to build trust like you guys are doing with notify 
like it, it it just catches people off guard yeah yeah uh that's been the most interesting discovery that we've had uh because you know we're like we're not like nft dgens so we're coming into this place kind of unknown and then it's just like oh like that seems kind of weird do people do that and they're like yes this happens all the time and we're like why (laughs) yeah it's like dude how is that pushing adoption forward that's not right it's like look i think we need just overall need to improve the bar like up level the bar to better user experience and value otherwise like you're just going to be continuously like skeptical of every single project that comes out and then basically nobody wants to come right like could you imagine if this fucking like like ust thing happens again and again and again right like i i i personally don't think this ust thing is going to happen again and again to the point where like i think with this like and this is my own personal opinion a lot of people don't share this opinion with me but i'm like this just happened and we've seen the lack of trust in 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 situations here and this is like one of those capitol hill situations where somebody's looking from up high and going all right you guys couldn't behave yourself now it's time for us to behave to, to, yeah. to, to be the big boys in the room and i'm like i'm like it's not what the community is about that's not and it, if it just keeps happening and if that happens at the highest scale people are gonna spin it like oh this this situation is great because people are that means there's a big interest now from government. I'm like, no, that means that, that you're not going to, what people are already afraid of is now being told by the highest authority in the land, be more afraid. And I, I personally think that I don't, I don't agree with it, but like, I mean, I, I don't agree with the, the fear aspect of it, but the truth of the matter is, mm-hmm. is you're not going to get people through the door if you just keep battering them each day with a new horror story with like, yeah. It's just, it's just not going to work. No, I think so too, man. I think that's kind of been uh, at least our jam, right? And yeah. how we approach building and kind of like people, right? And I think, uh, and that's kind of the main reason why, I mean, people will give us a lot of shit about like, hey, like who wants to give text messages or emails to people? I'm like, I think the people do, right? Like, like I think people, people want that, right? Like, yeah. And we're like, you may not be the target market, right? Like, you as a builder or you as like a VC who's like a very much a DGen, right? But it's like, yeah. look at, like, guys, come on, take a step back. It's like, how you get the next hundred million people in, right? And it's, it's like, you build better tools. And you, yeah, it starts with like, well, it starts with trust really, right? And then, you know, that's why it's like, it's hard for people to trust crypto, right? Because there's no visibility. And it's like, go to the blockchain, go to the blockchain. It's like, I don't want to do that. I don't. To understand I, what the fuck is going on yeah paul yo yeah thank thank you so much once again for being on today's episode i mean you really provided a lot of insight into to what notify is doing and and your vision for this space and and really like a thing that i really do connect with and i feel a lot of people are going to connect with this is let's not just talk to the people inside of the room let's talk to everybody who's about to enter through the front door and yeah. before 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 we end off this episode um sure. how can people follow you and and how can people follow the notify project and and be in touch with the notify community uh you can actually just hit me on like like twitter we're at notified.network um and uh one paul kim at twitter so awesome um thank you once again man for for hopping on the episode and and we're gonna make sure that we're going to put all this information in the the bio for the episode when we share it on Spotify and Apple Music and on YouTube. So everybody just take a look down in the description. 
And uh, we'll catch you guys all on the next episode. Peace. Cool, man. Thanks, dude.